Hi, Jesus Time family. I'm so excited to bring you the Jesus Time season finale with my most favorite people in the whole universe. Is that us? That is you guys. I have my husband and my four children. So I want you guys to go around and say your name, your age, and anything else you want to say about yourself so that our Jesus Time friends and family can know you a little bit. And we'll just go around the table, which incidentally and without planning, everyone has sat in birth order. (laughs) So Frank, you want to start us off? Sure, I'm Frank, I'm Gisela's husband, and I am 936 years old. And he looks great because Asian don't raisin. Asian don't raisin. <laughs> and you can put that on your grandmother's wall. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josiah. I am just the Gisela Lou's son at 21 years old and going strong. And my fun fact about myself is that I'm Gisela Lou's son. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Stay mad. You're not related to mom. <laughs> I am Talia. I am the second born, and everybody knows what second borns are. Um, Why don't you tell us what second borns are like? If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. You don't. You don't deserve to know. Um, I'm 21, basically. She's 21. Um, and a fun fact about myself. You're the funniest person. I'm the funniest person that Jacob Sowell knows. <laughs> By name. That's, that's true. Accurate. That is accurate. That is accurate. Okay. Thanks, Talia. Hello. I am Isabel. I am 18. And fun fact about myself, I'm the third born in this family, and we've survived this long. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We Despite are being forgotten in a Walgreens here today. <laughs> That's happened a few if times. If you haven't been forgotten in a while, you, know you haven't been through like the whole parenting. To be thing. fair, <laughs> if I... you don't have more than three kids, you're not allowed to judge. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, Isabel. It is true. It, you... It's true. Also, each one of you have been forgotten in some kind of store mm-hmm. at some time. So yeah. nobody okay, but got. Walmart was Talia's fault because she just went off, and then Josiah. I stayed exactly <laughs> where I was, and everyone else left me. You didn't keep up because he wanted to know what the buttons on the man's wheels. <laughs> Okay, anyway, we digress. On, on. And uh, hi, I'm Danielle. I'm 16, and I'm on a. Co- I mean, um, <laughs> I am the last born of uh, Miss Gisela here. Um, I'm also the favorite. They'll never say it out loud, but I. Am. <laughs> and oh. and due to my uh, receipts. <laughs> receipts, and due to my uh, second sister's um, lies when I was a child, I still don't know whether I'm adopted or not. That's true. Technically, Isabel would be I am your second, second sister. Talia. She met second born. I mean, I you were second born. Anyway. We digress. Um, and just so our listeners can understand what you mean by that, when Danielle was little, Talia would leave her little love notes saying, you're adopted. <laughs> in Every ra- day. In, in random in places. Most, I woke up for school one day, 5 a.m. It was on my backpack. Along with a little diagram of saying, your butt, my hand, slap. <laughs> oh, and that is just a... This is a family dynamic. Yeah, just a little look into the family dynamic. That is that is the Lou clan. And I am not kidding when I tell you these are my favorite people on the planet. There is, <laughs> there is no one I would rather spend time with. There is no one else I would rather be on mission with. There is no one else I'd rather do anything with. So... Um, and if you know them, you know. And if you don't know them, I hope that you get to know them uh, at some point. So, guys, this is called Jesus Time because we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And one of the funnest things for me, um, as you guys were growing up, was sitting around this very breakfast table and just talking about our Jesus times with each other. I love that. And it was so fun. And I loved hearing how you guys saw Jesus and what you learn from him. So this can just be whoever wants to share can share, but I'd love to know in this season of your lives, what is Jesus telling you in your times with him? Anyone can answer first. 
So I've been reading. Through, there it is. I <laughs> go ahead, Josiah. I've, I've been reading through um, the Kings and Chronicles, in uh, First Kings and Second Chronicles, and I'm currently in the chapters where Solomon builds the temple. Mm. So um, Solomon builds his temple as you know, grand, as grandiose as. Mm a wise rich king can build it right because mm-hmm. you know Dave, King David was like God I want to build you a house because I live in this awesome like house castle or whatever they had back in the ancient Israel mm-hmm. and you don't have a house to live in so I'm gonna gosh dang I'm gonna, I'm gonna build you a house and God's <laughs> like hang on buddy I love your heart because you're a man after my own heart mm-hmm. and I love you but you're kind of a man of war so mm-hmm. I would love it if your son instead who is a man who lives in a time of peace would build my house. Mm. David's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Has Solomon, Solomon builds it mm. faithfully. Mm. Um, and uh, after the temple's built, he blesses, you know, all of Israel and kind of makes this uh, a prayer to God saying like, all right, God, like knowing your people, you know, if we ever like disobey you and like, you know, get, get conquered by some nation because we're like really stupid or whatever mm. and we turn back to you let your temple this temple be the place where we would look to and repent mm. and all these things and you know like if you read through um first kings uh eight i believe it is mm-hmm. it's ba- it, it has like a really long like um you know prayer to god about all those things mm. but the point is you know the temple was a really special place because that's where god's presence was mm. it's where the ark of the covenant was it's where like like literally like at the end of solomon's you know whole spiel mm-hmm. like a, a a cloud of god's presence filled the temple and the high priest couldn't even go in because that was like all like concentrated god's presence mm. like, like and we haven't seen that cloud since moses since moses and the exodus right so that, that's kind of a, it's kind of a big deal it's kind of like a huge like oh, that's oh so snap cool. and God is connected there. that like the cloud yeah it was the same cloud oh that's yeah, so cool because it's okay. got like, god's presence you know the pillar of fire mm. and the cloud of, uh, the, the, the cloud right so right that was a really really big deal mm. and so that is what the temple means in the old covenant, okay. In the new covenant, come on. We are that temple. Come on. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> the it took it took Solomon like time, mm. effort, and a lot of valuable resources to build this beautiful temple to be even close to worthy of mm. being a place where we can go to and meet God. As like because in the old covenant, the high priests mm. were the mediators between us and God. Right. Mm. There was one representative for all of Israel that would go into the temple. Mm-hmm and sacrifice for the sake sacrifice for the sake of um Mm. the people's sins right Mm -hmm. um and also for his own sins because he's not perfect Mm -hmm. um and that would be the how they would do the whole the whole thing right Mm -hmm. so this temple is like the like it's like the most important place in all of israel like right Mm -hmm. here because this is where like quote-unquote god was like we know god's presence is like yeah outside of time right but like Mm -hmm. god's presence was like he allowed god allowed himself to be in that place Mm -hmm. for the sake of israel for a place of worship and repentance Mm -hmm. so i it's kind of hard because we weren't there but like Mm -hmm. the uh, we just imagining how much value people put into that temple Mm -hmm. is like i'm trying to find like like a parallel Mm -hmm. that we have here here on this on our modern day earth Okay. But I can't think of any because like all of our like political landmarks are just like, okay, yeah, those are there, whatever, mm. you know, but like, it's so, it's so incredibly valuable and special yeah. that it's like, like when Jesus like predicted the destruction of said temple, everybody was like freaking out because it was like, you know, you said what? Yeah. The temple's going to be what, you know? But <laughs> the reason why the temple was destroyed is because mm. this is we are the temple now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Like this, gi- like when we imagine God's presence as a giant cloud and a pillar of fire. Yeah, that's kind of, that's what rests in us. You know, that's Ooh. the Holy Spirit. So, it's wow. That's why I love for those of you who like just like reading the New Testament because it's all like nice rainbow, rainbow fun times and like Jesus died for our sins and it's beautiful and like you know it's all fun. Read the Old Testament, please, because the Old <laughs> Testament has a lot of like mm. what it's it's kind of interesting because. Sorry? A lot of richness. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so rich. It's mm. so rich. It takes time and effort, mm. but like it's it's like nourishing to your soul because mm. once you read through that, like all like all Leviticus and the Deuteronomy's like yeah. the numbers, the ones that people don't want to read through. Yeah. That's where you understand mm. what things were like and why Jesus had to die on the cross Ooh. for his sins. Because when Paul's talking about um 
in his letters about how the law like mm -hmm. was insufficient you read through the law in leviticus and numbers and all mm -hmm. that and you read wow they had to kind of cover a lot of bases mm -hmm. and israel failed to cover all to cover all these bases yeah and the vision of the temple it what you know with the high priest you had to sacrifice for his own sins because he wasn't perfect and like mm. the temple was like a place that people had to go to da, 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 da. that was like this um imperfect picture of what is now happening which mm. is G jesus according to hebrews 4 is mm. now the high priest uh, who faced every temptation but without sin and mm. so he's the perfect high priest yeah and he is and now we can get rid of this like dollhouse version of what the temple Ooh. should have been and now we can live what the temple is and what god kind of meant it to be it's because wow. like the old testament temple is a parody of what we have now mm. so sorry i've been taught i talk a lot i've talked a lot i have a no tendency i to love it yes but that's i don't know i just love kind of reading oh. through how of well, how big of a deal this temple was yeah. and how like wait that's like us now except what we have is better wow yes Be yeah mm. because it's like a it's a complete picture <sighs> of God's presence within us and mm. a togetherness with God because now I we have a it. perfect mediator Oof. between us and God and you know? unrestricted mm. access unrestricted access Oof. yeah there is one God and one mediator oh between, uh, God, and between God and man I love that and, and even what you were saying it's like to fully understand what we have now we need to understand how it was before absolutely because if we don't get all the hoops they had to jump through mm -hmm. to maybe get a chance to experience God mm -hmm. then we will never fully appreciate mm -hmm. our 100% yeah. unrestricted 24-7 access yeah. to God Almighty yeah and like the and price that's a big deal oh absolutely and yeah like the price of sin was so clear back then because every time Israel mm -hmm. sinned like an entire nation would conquer them and like they would like <laughs> enslave them and all that stuff so they're like oh crap like this is actually like a big deal God oh. help and then you know he would help but Ooh. nowadays if we sin it's just like okay like Mm. Welcome to America. Like you get used to it, you know. Ooh. So we don't really know. Like if, like once we know like the price of sin, we like treat it differently. Mm. I don't know, because I, I mm -hmm. I'm, I'll stop talking. I promise. But like, <laughs> no, we don't like, want you to stop. <laughs> but like, the I think I think the mark of spiritual maturity is mm. just is like the more the, the longer you follow God and the more mature you are in your faith, the more you realize how insufficient you are in the eyes of God mm. without oh. Jesus Christ, Come because. On. The more, the longer you live, the more sinful you yourself, like, seem in yeah, your eyes. You recognize. You recognize mm -hmm. it. And so you're like, holy crap. Like, I, I am super not deserving of this. Mm -hmm. Like, that's like a very Christianese Christian thing to say is I don't deserve, I don't deserve mm -hmm. salvation. But like, when you really realize that, it's yeah. like, wow, the weight of my sin is so heavy. Yes. Hmm. So, so in the heavy. same way we need to understand what happened before to appreciate what we have now in christ mm -hmm. we also need to understand what happened before in terms of the sin and the consequences and the weight and the damage of sin mm -hmm. so that we can understand the reprehensibleness of it facts now so i yes i love that thank you for completely opening us up and hyping us up to read the old <laughs> that reminds me of a quote i think it was from nf in one of his songs that mm -hmm. i never knew what freedom was until i learned what prison means that's facts oh big facts so, that's good listen yeah. to nf if you have please do it's great he's a very emotional boy so just be prepared <laughs> be prepared mm. thank you for sharing that was so yeah, good that was good thanks Ooh, preach so think? i'll follow up on that one hey <laughs> pastor frank reverend no. frank no 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 <laughs> So today's Christmas Day, and uh, we just got the opportunity as a family to be together to open up presents. And uh, and what moves me the most, because I'm I'm Chinese and I don't cry, but I'm very moved by the uh, the gifts that uh, our family has given, and uh, just the thoughtfulness and the heart behind them. And uh, of course, that's tied to the Christmas story. And the thought that struck me was is uh in understanding the gifts that were given right and so mm -hmm. the our children um part of giving good gifts is knowing who you're giving to mm -hmm. right and it's also a reflection of the giver mm -hmm. and so i was thinking about uh these men from the east who traveled all this way to come uh -huh. see jesus in the book of luke and they traveled and they come bearing their offerings to a baby a child that they've never met 
they've only heard about in the Old Testament, mm. prophesied about, um, envisioning in their own minds. They travel a great distance following the star to come and see Mary, Joseph, and baby Jesus. And they come and they offer their gifts, right? Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And that's how oftentimes we teach that story is that they brought these great gifts. And, and as I was thinking about it this morning, I realized it's not just, and following up with what Josiah was sharing, you realize that the gifts was not simply gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The other part of their great gift is they brought themselves. Oh. They didn't send servants to bring these gifts, right? <laughs> so these great men, part of their offering and their recognition of, of coming to what they wanted to offer to Jesus was they themselves came, mm. right? And so if you think about how amazing it is that a king or a leader or a great wise man, someone who is great to come personally to offer their gifts is a reflection of not only uh, who Jesus was, but how they saw him and wow. they wanted to give him their best. And part of that best meant we are offering ourselves mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of that is, and how I was reflecting on it this morning is just for me, what is precious about the gifts my family has given me is not simply the gift itself, but their presence that they've come mm -hmm. and given it from their hearts yeah. um, and uh, how, how beautiful that is. And so I think even what Josiah was sharing earlier, that what God has done in offering us Jesus is not simply the gift of his only begotten mm. son, but presence, right? Mm. The And not presence with the T-S, but, you know, N-C-E. Mm. And, and um, that God himself has come down and descended, right? Mm. And, and traveled a greater distance than these wise men traveled from the east oh, to Jerusalem yeah. to come and offer us not just the gift of salvation, but his presence. Ooh. And I do think that is, is really beautiful um, okay. to meditate on, um, mm. especially today, right? On Christmas Day. Um, that's awesome. And this may not be published today on Christmas Day. This may be published mm. a few days later, but yes, oh, yeah. for the Christian Christmas is every day. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Amen. Not me like, crying about that. Like Hispanic mm -hmm. Christmas, which is like a day before, like yeah, Hispanic. after. <laughs> no, Jalen? Yeah. Like if there's a 20 in the December, like December 20 through like 29th, it's Christmas. You are correct. Like All the, it's, yes. it's in the general range where it's eh, good enough. Right. If I can have a birthday week, Jesus should have a birthday month. Exactly. I think he should have like, like a birthday like year. Mm -hmm. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, thank you for sharing that. I mean, I sure. appreciate you. Oh, that is so good. What rich sweetness in our Jesus times. All right, girls. That what is about us. you? Yeah. <laughs> um, what has Jesus been telling you in your Jesus times? Or if you just want to respond to what Josiah or dad said. Mine is less... Um, Grand. No. Spiritual. No. <laughs> Come on. Don't put words Don't. in your mouth. I'm sorry. That's terrible. Nice. We love you. <laughs> um, basically, the gist of it is uh, be patient with be patient with stupid people. people. That's actually very wise. Because we ourselves are stupid as well. Because yeah. I, I am a senior in high school, and I... <laughs> the people that I have to... That I, that I have to deal with on a daily basis, that I... Uh, that awaken the, that the fire in me and make me want to take off my shoe and hit them with it. Mm. I cannot. And then, and then uh, mm -hmm. the Bible is like, no, 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 it's you too. It's you too? <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, gosh, dang it. But like, uh, I know the Bible is the best mirror we could ever have, right? Uh, to quote, to quote uh, someone in our church, Stephen Freeman, because we were talking about Jonah and how he was stupid trying to run from yeah. God. And he's like, change the name and it's you. Got him. I know, and I was like, dang it. I thought you were going to say, according to Michael Jackson. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting with the man in the mirror. That's such a good thing to remember. Yeah. So for you, knowing that and receiving that in your Jesus time, how does that, how does that encourage you personally? How does that bring you joy or peace or, or, challenge. or challenge you? Yeah, there, there have been many times uh, that I just looked at someone and I'm like, you are so lucky I have Jesus right now. Because <laughs> so your Jesus time helps you keep your mouth shut? <laughs> it does. 
I remember I woke up like actually early for school one time and I'm like I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah. So I just went downstairs, like ate a bagel and read the Bible <laughs> and then and the, good plan. <laughs> I know, it was, it was very nice. And the verse that um I found was I forgot what it was, just something along the lines of like keep mouth shut. Just <laughs> I know. It Honestly, was, it yes, was, Danielle. It was, it was Jesus' way of saying, shut up, stupid. So, <laughs> but, it, but in love, right? <laughs> but, it, but in love. <laughs> Danielle, I love it. We always joke around that Danielle and I are very similar. And I know for the first, like... It's not a joke. It's, you're similar. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yes. not a joke. It's not a joke. It's reality. But for the first, like, five years of my Christian walk, almost every quiet time was some proverb or something saying keep your mouth shut so i f- i really feel that danielle the amount of times i've looked to this guy like do you do you see this and he's like yes i'm fine fine you take care of it i love that i love it it's to, true to quote the the famous audio is i'm gonna let god fix it because if i fix it i'm going, going to jail, jail. <laughs> yes that should be a t-shirt if Cheers. it's not already uh, so yeah so even the confidence that the things that are bothering you, God's going to take care of. Yeah. That's cool. That's so Another cool. quote that I really liked is, um, when you let go of things, it's, um, it's like, uh, when you stop being like the one judging, they're not going free. You're just walking out of the courtroom. Like, Ooh. That, that was also Stephen Freeman. Yeah, and Stephen I'm, Freeman. I'm kind of butchering it because I don't remember exactly how no, it was. No, but I think that was a, that was a good But topic. it's because a lot of people, when we don't see justice happen in front of us, we mm. don't think it happens we think the reason we hang on to things is because we think they're getting away with it mm-hmm. whether it's someone who's wronged us or our friends but you're not supposed wow. to be the judge so when you walk away it's not it's not, they're not going free you're just washing your hands I of think it. it was i think it was in terms of forgiveness like mm-hmm. if you you not forgiving someone is like not good so like you forgiving someone is not like the lack of justice happening yeah it's just you stepping down from the judges mm-hmm. yeah you're there not, it is yes so, being set free yeah because yeah. also unforgiveness only hurts one person and that is the unforgiver yeah mm-hmm. I, 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 heard, I, I heard unforgiveness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die yeah <laughs> which only one person can do and that is chuck norris Mom makes us all feel like we're like the funniest people on earth, which is why we keep talking. I think we're the funniest people. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love you guys so much. But yeah, that, that reminds me of the Proverbs, multiple, mm. multiple Proverbs I've read about that, which is, um, do not take out vengeance for vengeance is the Lord's, right? I'm, mm. I'm butchering them, I'm paraphrasing. I'm, I'm like trying to find it, because like, there's this one verse that literally said, like, don't, like, oh my gosh. I wish I had better brain, but... It was, it was literally like, do not like get vengeance for yourself or like, do not repay what they've given you, you know? Right. Like it literally says like, don't do that because God's going to do it. Like I've never had like a, I've never had like a clearer verse Mm. that said like to not do something like that because, Mm -hmm. you know, our our God is, our God is sovereign. Our God is just. So of course he's gonna take care of it, but yes. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm gonna find Vengeance it. It's really good. Vengeance I do mine. love. I do love what you shared, Danielle, about how it's not that justice won't be served; it's that we're walking out of the courtroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's really a complete surrender and trust in God's justice, mm-hmm. whether or not we see it. And I love that. I mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard that before or in that way, and that really. That really helps. Because mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I have had the, like, the, it's in your hands, but I want to see them burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your hands, but I want to see them burn. I found it. But that's, but that's when it, because that, <laughs> there's a fine oh line between justice and vengeance, and that's when it crosses the line. Is, I know. Yes. <laughs> All right, just I read the verse. Oh, yeah. Proverbs 20, verse 22. Okay. It literally says, do not say, I'll pay you back for this wrong. Wait for the Lord, and he will avenge you. Mm. Oh my gosh, God, the original Avenger. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it literally God says, it's, it's, it cannot get any more clear than, mm. than like, literally saying, don't do, don't say I'll pay you back for it. God will take care of it. Oh. You know, I don't know. I just, I think, I think us as like people, or at least people in this culture are 
very much like I want to see justice or I want to give out justice or I want to yeah. do this. Right, right. But, and so therefore we don't trust in God's Well, sovereignty. especially in our culture of outrage, I think. Absolutely. I think that's culture. Cancel culture. Culture. Yeah. culture of outrage. You have to be angry about something, otherwise you're not living. I don't know. People <laughs> people keep looking for like a purpose in life. Mm. And like sometimes that purpose is to be like a social justice warrior. Sure. And that's not helpful I feel all like the that's time. the easiest thing to like give you purpose is like be angry about something. Ooh. It is. Or be yeah. just outraged and just our mob mentality. It's, yeah. And it's yeah. funny because that reminds me, you know, don't remember who said it. Don't ask. Um, but it's <laughs> like it. anger... Me, myself, and I. Go ahead, Isabel. Anger <laughs> is most commonly, like, a second emotion. Which oh, is, yeah. Was that? Okay, I no, don't know. Literally, Dad said that. <laughs> <laughs> anger, I don't know, an- I don't know if anger, he said it, so I'm going to take the crap. Anyway. <laughs> so you said an- anger Anger was up in the second emotion. Um, so I think a lot of times when people feel empty, which is a lot of the time, mm. they go to anger because, like you were saying, it's something to be passionate about. It's something to have a purpose because it's better, than, it's better than feeling empty useless. Because when you sit in that emptiness for too long, then you get that feeling of uselessness. You get that feeling of the age-old question, why am I here? And if you are not a Christian... Um, whether that be by choice or by lack of understanding or whatever, it's just suffocating. Ooh. Yes. So I think it's very interesting that people want to be passionate, but it seems, I guess in their eyes, I'm assuming, um, the only way to be passionate is to be angry about something wow. when they're just depressed. Or to have sex, yeah. Yeah, people, yeah. people fill, fill the void of emptiness with passion, whatever yeah. it is. Empty passion, though, is just like... Yeah, I know. Mm. What is it? Band-aids don't fix bullet holes. Yeah. Whoa! Ah, Taylor Swift. It's like it's like only drinking coffee when you're tired instead of sleeping. I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> I know. I'm, I feel I'm, attacked. No, also, also I'm talking about myself. Yes, yeah, I will. Instead of like, <laughs> I, I was I was out here saying. Man, like man, I'm like so tired, like because I wasn't getting enough sleep because I was super busy, like with my life, or whatever. And my my buddy Michael was like, "Are you like?" eating because <laughs> like food is fuel and i'm like you know what i think that's actually a good idea instead of just having like two cups of coffee and a sandwich every day i should probably do something else i've done that it's not good yeah oh no i mean you can last like a week yeah like a week on that yeah i lose on like that schedule i think every time i go back to college i lose like five pounds because i just Girls don't did. lose weight not, that easily. Not, in, not in a healthy way. Just saying because I don't take care of myself, which I've been Understood. recently convicted by. Because Victoria Zayas was like, I've recently convicted about taking care of my temple, and I was like, oh. coming back. We to do, the we temple. do got We do got to take care of this temple. Long called and I'm like, sorry. We'll get the last two chance to. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did you catch that audience? That was my father telling Josiah to shut up. That was, that was exactly what was happening. Was <laughs> no, no, no. Y'all, In a very kind and loving space. manner. You guys, only have, you guys only have audio, but he even did the shoulder tap of like, shh. It's okay. I it know was, that shoulder tap. It was, it was gracefully done, and I would like everyone to take note that this is how you can handle it. Anyway. And I bought you as much time as I could. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how Chinese man... Quiet's a Cuban. <laughs> hand, hand on the, on the shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> if it's a lot, even the gentle rock. We get it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we received that. All right. Did so, I interrupt you? I apologize if I did. Is I think you were commenting on um, Danielle's points about justice and stuff. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, anger being a second emotion. Yeah. yeah. So, Almost but what time. about you personally? And either one of you guys can go in terms of what your Jesus time has been. Uh, I nominate Celia. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uno reverse. Uno reverse. Okay. And it's okay. It can be. And honestly, guys, if sometimes the holiday seasons are so busy, mm-hmm. it's. And I have experienced this, and I don't know if this is where you are, but sometimes the holiday season, which is supposed to be all about Jesus, is the times where I feel least connected to Jesus because I'm so busy. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something that you guys have experienced, or um, it's okay to have the dry season. Yeah. That's perfectly fine. And also, and also, like you know, like I think me, the podcast for me and Talia were in as well. Um, she emphasized how like pe- people interact with um, God differently. Or yes, I should, I should say connect with God differently. Connect with God. Differently. So um, I don't know, like, like what are like we can you can even if I may. Yeah, like, go ahead, bud. What are like different ways that you've 
connected with God that are that may not be like Ooh. traditionally how other people are connected. Honey, with that's God. a great question. Because you know, we could I could sit around here and talk about Bible verses all day long, but it doesn't mean that I have a better relationship with God than you do. Ooh. Because that just means that I connect with God differently than you do. I mean, you hit me with a car. <laughs> Yeah, you killed the, you killed my first car. Wait a minute. That <laughs> was messed wait. up. All right, Isabel, tell us about how God <laughs> or you being hit with a car was Jesus time for you. Please elaborate. Um, for the viewers at home. Well, so basically, this happened last year when I was a senior in high school. Uh, before I moved to college and whatnot. Miami. Yeah, that. Um, so basically, it was kind of in the middle of like a bunch of tests were happening. I was applying to colleges. I was applying to scholarships. Mm -hmm. I was doing all the things you have to do for, you know, the next season of life. Mm -hmm. And um, naturally, I was not getting a Sabbath because Sabbaths waste time. They don't actually, but like... In but in mind, your mind. In right, my right, mind, right. this is the mental process. Um, so... Ain't nobody got time for that. And I was asking God all these questions. I was pretty much yelling at him. We were, I just, I yell at God a lot. It's, 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 it's a nice outlet. He can take it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was like, God, what do you want me to do? Because I was kind of in between two different schools. I didn't know if some scholarships were coming in. I didn't know, like, and I still was taking exams in mm -hmm. high school. Like it was during, I don't know if I was taking midterms. I don't even remember. It's kind of a blur. Mm -hmm. um, I just remember mm -hmm. there was a lot of stress, no Sabbath. There was homework, tests, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, God, just whatever you want from me, just make it clear. Because I'm not going to pick it up if you don't lay it down in front of me, if it is not in front. And I said that, like, I kid you not, for like a week. I said it in my head and I said it out loud. And I meant it. I was like, God, if you don't just, like, make it so clear as if a car hits me. I actually use that analogy several times. And then one awful morning. I was driving to school. Thank God it was only me in the car. Danielle was not in the vehicle because I had senior leave. Anyway, um, I was driving to school. Um, this idiot cuts in front of me and I crashed my car. That's summarizing it. Um, I killed Josiah's first car because he had given it to me-ish. Um, rip Goosey. Rip Goosey. Rip Goosey. It was a good car. Toyota Camry's, like, it was a good car. But it's also a miracle I didn't, like, die because the way I was hit... Like I got hit like directly in the gas tank mm -hmm. and then I spun Ooh. over like the median into kind of oncoming traffic. But I just so happened, my car just so happened to stop in like a turn lane mm. of the oncoming traffic. So people were already slowing down. So I didn't get hit again. No one else in the other vehicle that hit me was hurt. And so like no serious injuries. And then I had to go home and take a nap. I had a calculus test that day. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you missed. Yeah, how I missed. I remember because dad picked me up because I called him. It was just a hot mess because I called him, but it was still connected to my Bluetooth. So he couldn't hear me or I couldn't hear him. Oh. And, he, and so he thought I was just butt dialing him. So I called him three times. And on the third time, I was like, oh, my Bluetooth is on. So I turned that off. And then he's like, honey, why are you calling? I'm like, oh, I got a car accident. And he's like, I'm on my way. <laughs> oh. So, and I was telling dad, I'm like, dad, I have a calculus test today. And it was my last period. So I was like, theoretically, I could have still made it. Oh, honey. Uh, anyway. Oh. Did he eat you with anxiety? Did, did he eat you with a sweetheart? No. No, I was dead. I was on the couch. I passed out. And my eyes are dry. She's crying, but no. it's no. no. No, she no, her eyes are dry. I'm sorry, your eyes are dry and Thank they have you. moistened themselves as they do. I know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, oh, so I had so to go home and take a nap. It was very sweet. We had um, but we had some very good friends, uh, Victoria and Nick, they went and they got me boba because they heard I was in a car accident because I think Aww. that was when Nick was staying at our house. Yeah. Right, there, there were people staying at our house. It was, it was a week. So then how, that was hard. That was really hard. Yeah, it was fun. So what, how does that connect to Jesus talking to you? Um, and he said okay. <laughs> he said okay. So he said my pleasure. There was that. So what what did him hitting you with the car do for you? What did oh, that answer for you? Oh, he said take a heckin' break. There it is. And listen. He made you lie down in green pastures. Oh yeah. Boom. I spoke last time about that verse. Yeah. God said call me Eliza Hamilton because take a break. <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. <sighs> um. And then we kind of calmed down. Yeah. And did then you I receive that? That's a hard thing to receive, I think. But did you receive it with relief or with 
Um, but I have worked. It didn't, it didn't matter. I received it. Okay. <laughs> it just, Fair it enough. just came. So we're not gonna worry about. I don't. I literally do not remember. Heard. It's Heard. kind of blurry mm -hmm. because I missed that day of school. I missed the next day of school. I think. Which yeah. I never miss school, ever. <laughs> yeah. Isabel is the most I, Asian person in our family, <laughs> and that includes my father. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of ironic because I went to Miami for stereotype. Anyway, whatever. Oh. That's fun. Um. But so that happened, and then things kind of calmed down, and then I realized, oh my gosh. My senior year doesn't actually matter all that much. <laughs> <laughs> because oh. good to know. they take your so life hacks, ladies and gentlemen. They take your junior year scores because that's the last full year of high school mm. that they have officialized. So colleges don't really as long as you don't kill somebody or get suspended your senior year, you're pretty much fine. Um just take some classes so they know you're not being lazy. And then good to know. Yeah. Mm. So um ish happened, I applied to oh, I also had work that day. Anyway, oh, sorry. It was it was a mess. Um anyway, and so I um after that things kind of calmed down ish. I took a breath and much needed breath. Mm. And then I I ended up getting the scholarship, um, which would pay for my schooling. Boom. I got a new car, which is terrible functioning without a car when you have to do a bunch of things. But anyway, we did. My wonderful father helped me find a new car. Boom. Um, a new old car. A key. Yeah. It's a new old. It, it works. That's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> yes, it works. It works. Um, and yeah, and now we're surviving yeah. in college, which um, I'll let you know the next time he hits me with a car. <laughs> or maybe you don't have to go through that again. You think. And you can just apply you what think, you You think that the Israelites would stop sinning and turning to idols every time Ish went down and being like, oh my gosh, Jesus, why is this happening? He's like, stupid, because you told me to go away. And we're, anyway, mm. so. But the Lord did answer all of your prayers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. gave you clarity. For sure. <laughs> and rest, whether you liked it or not. That happened to you. Mm -hmm. That happened to you. You got COVID. I did get COVID. Mom got pneumonia. Same. Yeah, that's another story. <laughs> the Lord makes us lie down in green pastures, whether we like it or not. Because we need to. Yeah. And he said, He said, sit down. Look, see, I got the scholarship for you. Don't worry about it. Hey, mm. see, look, I got you that admission into in the FIU. Everything's fine. See, I got it. Mm. I got your car. Look. So. Do you think you struggle, Isabel, with discerning what is your responsibility like what you should do and then what god should do yeah because i can do anything <laughs> no um no, well that's true i think that is a temptation of very competent people yeah it's it's yeah it's, everybody wants to be capable until they realize how incapable capableness is it's like Ooh. what even what even is have you heard the quote it's like oh my god wait once again do i remember it's like do i Smart people are the worst because they are able to realize just how dumb everyone is, including themselves. Oh. Um, oh, the struggle. Anyway, oh, and I'm not trying to say, like, I'm a genius. I'm really not. Um, I'm just, I happen to be good at school, and then mm -hmm. that's it. And you're yeah. task-oriented, so you get things done. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Because once you, of course, once you're capable, it's easier for, um... It's easier for a rich person to go through, or yeah, like rich for, person for, to go through. It's the easier eye. for a camel to go through the Sorry. eye of a needle than a rich yes. person to enter heaven. Yes, that's um, what I would consider being intelligent, like rich, like you're rich in intellect. Ooh, you're rich in facts, like, facts. Rich is not just monetary. No, that's that's actually so true. I know, and so oh, that's fire. so true. It's and having so, more than you need. Exactly, yeah. when you have more than you need, that's in every aspect of life. When you have more than you need, whether that be socially, whether that be intellectually, whether that be monetarily, wow. like so, when you're rich in anything. It's, it, if it's not an idol, which we've already struggled with that, um, <laughs> if it's not an idol, then it's definitely a hindrance because wow. the more you're able to rely on yourself, the less you think you need God, which emphasis on the think because wow. you can't, you can't guard yourself from demons yes. better than God. Like that's, mm. that's a funny joke. So I'm hearing if we suck at something, thank God instead of cursing him. Yeah. Because I'm like, thank yeah. you God that I'm incompetent. Because I don't know mm. what I would do if I was competent. Pero, that's not an excuse to be lazy. Don't. No. Don't Tell us, Isabel. Preach. Yeah, little, little, uh, sleeping, little, little folding of the hands to rest. Mm. Anyway, and thank you for coming to my TED talk. Um, <laughs> Isabel, thank you so much for those reminders. And, and I am encouraged by your constant efforts to remind yourself that you need Jesus. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So then why do you do it? 
What else am I gonna do? <laughs> Get it by another car? I know. It's... I mean, no, I love Jesus. He's great. Isabel, Isabel's just a very strong personality who insists that she what? is perfectly fine. But crucifying the flesh is really hard. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's hard for anybody. Why people forget that yeah. you were born sitting on the throne of your heart? Ooh. And anytime you want Jesus to sit there, there is a war. You gotta move. That is the point. Ooh. There is, what Big is it? Facts. Big 95, facts. almost all of the incidences in like, I don't know, whether it be the Old Testament or just history in general, the transition of power was almost never peaceful. Oh. So what made you think? That having God sit on the front of your heart was supposed to be an easy transition. <laughs> anyway, I feel like our Dang, listeners right. should also know that I'll be taking notes, guys. Isabel got a sword and a machete. You're welcome. Um, no, it's a sword not a and a oh, sorry. It's a battle axe. Battle axe with a Jeez. dragon head. Very on different. It. A machete is different. I'm sorry. Great right. A 26 cruise and Dwayne Johnson. My daughter's a warrior and a 26 inch sword. Battle last. Life is violent. I'm just acknowledging it. <laughs> is no, it no, thank you for no, that perspective. You're embracing it. You're, you're, you're far past acknowledging well, it. Either way. Either way. You're reminding us that and we live in a spiritual This battle. is a transition to Talia. Yes. Um, who is also a wrap us up. Who's also a strong personality. But also no way. the no way. funniest person that Jacob Sowell has. much. Shout out. <laughs> oh, um, tell us about your Jesus time. It's okay. I don't know. When was the last time you had a God spanking? <laughs> never, because I'm the best. Lie. <laughs> I never said. <laughs> yeah, okay. Actually, that. when you guys were talking about the whole, like, yeah. God makes me lie down in green pastures, I'm like, I'm living here. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. I'm living in the green pastures. Love it. Tell us it's more. It's more of, like, me needing to get up and do things. Mmm. Mm. Like, which is interesting. Do what kind of things? I don't know. Oh, scratch that. I can talk about failure. Oh. <laughs> which, I always ask God to put me through trials because I feel like my life is really easy. <laughs> wow. I know. Well, and every time he has, I've been a baller about it. <laughs> wow. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, brag. I have had to deal a lot with failure. Mm. Specifically, academically. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like in the midst of failure, like I'm kind of like, okay, <laughs> dealt with. What's next? Wow. So it's been kind of, I feel like it's been a little bit unfair because it's been like easy for me to be okay with failure. And I don't know if that's because, I don't know if he wants me to be mad about it because if I'm like, okay, it's whatever, then he's like, no, like you're supposed to feel bad and then mm, want care. to do better. Oh, I see. But I'm like, I don't know if I, it's not that I don't have a motivation to do well, mm -hmm. but it's like, I'm so okay with failing that like, I don't know, that I'm like, oh, worst case scenario, I fail and then it's fine. So what makes you so, I don't know. have that mindset? Because that's not mindset. common. Like being okay with failure. That's not well, a common thing. Or to thing. realize failure's not final. Mm. Mm -hmm. The, the main thing that I like drilled into my brain at a at a very young age, <laughs> girl, uh, was just like whatever was I am. Oh gosh, I'm so a mess. I'm big on trust. Mm. So if I trust someone, like there's like different levels of trust. Like I trust everybody to an extent, yeah. but I don't think there is any person in the world that I trust like 100% completely except God and like my dad. Mm. Fair enough. Would probably be like. I'll give him like a 98. Hey, 98! <laughs> that's still pretty good because everyone else is sitting at like a 26. Solid 26. Solid 26. But a solid. Yeah. Solid 26. Um, like 26.5. So like me being able, my parents painting a really good picture of how like God is the best and God is the most trustworthy and whatever has helped me like completely 100% trust him. Mm. So I don't have to worry about failure because if I fail, it's because God wanted it that way. Mm. And if God wanted it that way, and I know his way is better, I can submit the bigger picture to him. Mm. So I'm like, so it's kind of like, okay, like, um, this didn't work out, but it is fine because whatever does end up working out is where God's leading me. So like, mm. if I'm trying out all these different things mm -hmm. and all of them fail except one, then oh, well I know the one is where God wants me to go. Mm. So. 
That's incredible. That is such a gift. Most people are not willing to live that. Mm. Yeah. Which is why I'm a big baller. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And so I love which, is why God, and which is why God's like, you get to fail at this. He's like, huh, how good at dealing with failure are you really? <laughs> Here we go. Well, I have, I have been so encouraged by your resilience. Mm-hmm. That has been such I'm a like motivator. A cockroach. You're like a cockroach? You wow. can't kill me. You can't kill me. <laughs> I'm going to give you a cockroach you for your me. birthday. Oh my gosh. You know, I don't think anyone enjoys failure, but I do think that far too many people live their lives today in fear of it. Mm-hmm. And so they're not willing to try and to dare. Yeah. And what I appreciate about your response is that you pick yourself up and you're like, I'm willing to take another shot. Yes. Right? And if I fail, then I fail, but my life is in God's hands yes. and I will move forward nonetheless. Oh my and God. that does take courage. Yes. Yeah. And I also feel like being able to deal with failure so well has helped me like, be a visible example to other people. I will kill you. <laughs> Isabel is like playing with these toothpicks and it's making this sound. And I've been trying to subtly tell her to stop, but she has avoided eye contact. But we've dealt with that. I'm trying to be subtle, but we're not a subtle family. I know. It's okay. Go ahead, Talia. I forgot what I was talking about. You were saying that. um, Oh yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um. So like my my ability to deal with failure um, has like been an example to people I don't know how to like mm-hmm. how to like say this but like okay I'm just gonna say it I'm just gonna go for it um <laughs> so I recently applied and got into the MT program went through the whole year whatever came up to this final exam I failed it the first time I took it and then I took it again basically got the same score and failed it again mm-hmm. which means that I didn't pass EMT after the whole year of going through or the whole semester of going through it and I didn't pass, and I was like, mm, dang. <laughs> so, this is so much to explain. I feel like I'm gonna be talking forever. This recording is gonna be an hour long. It's, it's probably two hours long. It's 46 minutes and 40 minutes. Well, it's the season finale, so it's Yeah, it's the season finale. Fair okay. enough, fair This enough. is the so, end. Game. You're so, um, like, basically, that meant that after all of this in the program, I didn't pass because of this one test, because it's an exit exam, which is understandable and whatever. So, I was like, hmm, okay. And I felt really like that morning I woke up to take the test like the second time which was like the defining moment of like whether or not I would pass and do EMT I like had this feeling of dread dealt with it and I was like okay so I like went in to test whatever and then I had a friend that I had been studying with and she's incredible and she deserves the world but she had like done EMT school before and like had to drop out because of COVID and so like this is something that she wanted like her dad was a firefighter chief and her mom's a nurse so she's like wanted this and like all that but she had been struggling with test taking the entire semester like she had not passed any test but she was still like passing the class because you know assignments and stuff but like so I was really like more nervous for her to pass than me because it was like three of us that didn't pass the first one so we like all three of us were retaking so I was like, of the three of us, if somebody had to fail, I would have wanted it to be me because I knew that I would have dealt with it the best, which Aww. I did. Um, but like, so Not she like brag, submitted her test but... first and then like he was grading it in the same class where I was taking my test. And then he was like, well, she did it. Like she passed. And I was like so happy for her that like my head got all like, Zzz, and I like, oh. I was like, okay, I don't even care. Like if I fail anymore, cause like she passed, but um, like whenever I found out I didn't pass, I felt really bad for the teacher because he like legit looked like he was tearing up. He's like, bro, he's like, if I could do something, like I would do it. And he was like the type of teacher, like he did everything possible for us and he was like fantastic. So I like, I was like, you know what? Like, it's okay. Like I, it's okay. Like I know you did everything you could. I know I did everything I could have. Like this was all on me and stuff. So I feel like my response to failure like opened up another opportunity for me because I am, they, all the teachers were like working together, like this is not okay, like you should have passed, like you put in the work, like I had a 92 in the class before that. Um, And I had passed all the tests prior, except for the midterm, which we're not gonna talk about. But, um, so like, they were able to like, they all, like all the teachers talk, like I was ready to be like, okay, I'm done looking for next things, like, what are is McDonald's hiring? You know, <laughs> so <laughs> I, oh, I, but they like 
I was like telling, I just went to go tell all the other teachers like, hey, I didn't pass. So I just wanted to thank you for being a teacher or whatever and like let you know that like I didn't pass or whatever. So but a bunch of things happened. So I ended up opening up this opportunity for like being able to take just the lecture portion of EMT because like there's lecture and there's lab and there's other aspects of EMT that you have to take. But like just the lecture portion is what I failed and then they mm-hmm. are letting me retake it in the spring. So hopefully we'll get an update later about yeah. me passing yeah. <laughs> the uh, EMT. Next time but, I'm Dragon um, Ball Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I mm-hmm. tend to like with failures, like look at like all the positive things. So I was really glad that I'm able to deal with failures so well because I was able to be really happy for all of my oh, other cool. classmates that passed. Like literally guys, literally everybody passed but me. Oh. <laughs> so, so like... I was like really encouraged because like my classmates, like one of my classmates, Jason, love him to death. Um, he was like, you know, like this is not fair. Like you've been shoulder to shoulder with us this entire time. Like you deserve this so much. And like I'm gonna go talk to the teachers. I'm like, it's okay. Like I'm fine. Like I want to be happy for you. Like you guys did great. All of you deserve this. And like it was just really like it helped me better to like it just like I was already dealing with my failure and then like seeing other people being like no like you deserve this or whatever I was like I deserve hell but thank you (laughs) (laughs) so like I don't know just like being able to um encourage other people and then them see because like again like my dad was saying like this is not the typical way people deal with failure so like me being able to deal with it in this way and then being like Mm -hmm. dude like obviously that's different what's different it's like i love jesus so um (laughs) i love that yeah but oh my gosh thank you so much for sharing your story with us and i i will never get tired of hearing that it is it is the power of Christ, it is the presence of Christ that makes us live differently, that makes us respond differently. Whether it's respecting our temple, whether it's appreciating a gift, whether it is understanding and trusting God's justice, whether it's surrendering to being hit by a car and learning to rest, Cheers. <laughs> or rejoicing when we fail because we know that God is in charge. Okay. That is so beautiful. Guys, I could not have dreamt up a better season finale for Jesus time. I could not be more encouraged at the heart of each one of you guys. I am so proud of all of you. I am so thankful. And I want to thank my Jesus time family, uh, all five listeners. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just kidding. Mom? That isn't true. I know. Mom, there's at least 11. There's at least 11 because that's my how big my family is, right? Mom, you guys, are, Mom. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I love, I, I'm joking. Self-deprecation that's makes me sweetheart. laugh so hard. Sweetheart. I know. But seriously, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for joining us in our Jesus time. Guys, and I pray that your Jesus time is real and authentic and connecting with the Savior who loves us more than we can even imagine. Mm-hmm. All right, happy new year guys. Love you. Say happy bye. New year. Bye. Happy new year. So long. I'll be the same.